Let's get ready to rumble! Hello and welcome to Netflix vs Cinema, the podcast that goes to the cinema on your behalf every week and tries to see at least three things, stays at home on your behalf every week, tries to see at least three things, rates them all out of five and then tries to figure out where our money has been better spent this week. Who is winning this eternal battle for our eyeballs? Is it Netflix or cinema? My name is Tosin and I am your host. I am based up in near Birmingham somewhere in the middle of the United Kingdom. Joining me as always on the Isle of Wight is Sharon Bolland. Hello. And Sean Harris. Oh yeah. It is it is Isle of Wight this week, right? It isn't Bournemouth. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Isle of Wight yeah, this week, yeah. Yeah, and joining us, joining us for the first time in what feels like a month is our London correspondent, Holly Nesling. Hey. Welcome back, Holly. Welcome back, Holly. Yeah. You have been missed. <laughs> you have been missed, uh, uh, including with your proclivity to give five stars to everything that you've watched for the 15th time, even though in your heart you know it's a two. But... <laughs> Sometimes needs must. Just saying. <laughs> All right, cool. So this week we have in the cinema side of things. Uh, what do we? Okay, so we have. I think only three of us have been to the cinema this week. Holly, you are the odd one out in that respect. So, mm. Sharon, what have we seen in the cinema this week? I have only seen the one thing in the cinema this month, actually, <laughs> and that and that is Assassin Club. Assassin's As, Club. Is it, is it Assassins with an S or an Assassin Singular Club? I'm not sure. With, a, with but, an assassin, I think. Yeah, I think it is a single S. I don't think there's a. I think it's just so, assassin club. Assassin, assassin club. club. Okay, cool. I will get rid of that S that I have just put down in the Excel spreadsheet. So now, now this is a film I'm interested to. I, I think this might be a fun one because I've heard things about this film and I think I, I'm interested to see because Sharon, you saw this film and you saw this film along with Sean, right? Yes, we saw it together last night. Okay, so who dragged who to see this film? I think it was fair to say that Sean initiated this film. <laughs> 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 um, um, but I was like, a, I was, I was a sort of willing captive, really. A willing participant. <laughs> willing, willing. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking forward to hearing about this film because I think this might be glorious. And uh, <laughs> Sean, what have you seen in the cinema this week? Um, yeah, well, I obviously went to see the Sharon and I went to see Renfield as well. I managed to see Renfield as well. Yes, yeah, um, I, I saw Renfield because essentially that uh, if if you haven't listened to this podcast before, essentially the cinema is Sean's domain. Sean owns it. So, so, so Sean sees everything and then there might be every now and then one of us who sees a film that Sean hasn't seen. It usually would have to be like maybe a romantic comedy or an animated thing or something along those lines. Like last week, I managed to see Super Mario Brothers and Cross, and Sean didn't see it. But okay, so that's and I've seen Renfield as well. I've seen Renfield as well in the cinema. Now at home, Holly, what have you seen at home? I have seen, and I have to recheck what I've seen. I have seen um, The Good Nurse. Yes. And uh, Night Agent. I've also seen for another occasion Deep House, which is one of the worst films I've ever seen. Save that. I think. Well, I think about that. I think that's the review. Uh, yeah, there we go. Think, one of the worst ones I've seen. One star. Yeah, we, we need to put ourselves through that. There's going to be better stuff. There's going to be better stuff. To find <laughs> yeah. Possibly, no, po- possibly, possibly. <laughs> yeah, we, we, I, I hope so. Oh my God, I hope so. Well, okay. <laughs> so I, I hope we manage in the last in the next couple of weeks to see something that that has something better. That we have something better to say that one of the worst ones I've ever seen. Right. Okay. Cool. So let's kick off and let us kick off with Renfield, and I will take this on. So Renfield, Renfield, those of you who are 
into your Dracula lore will recognize the name Renfield. And Renfield is essentially, he is Dracula's familiar. He is the guy who does all the stuff for Dracula, who looks after him during the daytime, makes sure nobody comes and opens the coffin and shines like, you know, some daylight in there. And um, and in the in the version of this, in this version that we've seen, it's played by Nicholas Holt. And it's been, he's been Dracula's familiar for a hundred years. He's in modern day America in New Orleans. And part of his job is to find people for Dracula to eat because Dracula has recently come a, cro come a cropper against some, it, it looks like uh, this film has a lot of homages, I feel, to like, you know, Hammer Horror and Universal Draculas of yesteryears oh, of yes. the 60s and 70s. It has a, so you have this, when you, when you first see Dracula in this film, he's having a battle with some priests with like, you know, with the peaked hat and everything like that, with a cross and a, a very power of Christ compels you kind of thing going on. And in that battle, Dracula ends up extremely weakened. And so he has to be nursed back to health by Renfield finding him bodies and bringing them to him. But when we meet Renfield, Renfield has been doing this for a hundred years and he's beginning to wonder, maybe this is not the best thing to do and not the best way to spend his now eternal life, uh, which is just being slave to a toxic boss who just yells at him, yells at him for not bringing him enough cheerleaders to eat. So, so you meet Nicholas Hilt where he's like, this is Renfield, and he's beginning to think, maybe I should get out of this, maybe I should get out of this. And he's going along to like self-help groups where people are complaining about toxic relationships that they're in. And he's talking about his toxic relationship, which is with Dracula. And he's, he, and there's a whole bunch of different things that's going on in here. Now, and that is, that for me, I think is a kick-ass premise, a kick-ass premise of a film Renfield has gotten tired of Dracula. Renfield and Dracula are in a toxic relationship. Renfield is trying to get out of it. Now that is, I think that's a really good comedic pre premise for a film, which I have to say, I'm going to jump right in there and say I feel that this film largely wastes. And I'll share now. Uh, I uh, there's bits about it at the beginning where I'm not as conversant with all the Draculas as I think Sean is. But I know that the first shots of this film, they've recreated shots from the Bela Lugosi, uh, Bela Lugosi Dracula, and they've essentially uh, superimposed Nick Cage, uh, Nicholas <laughs> Cage as Bela Lugosi, and um, and uh, Nicholas Holt as the Renfield from the 1930s Universal Dracula, and they they they've superimposed that, and it's, it's, that's quite funny. That's a, that's quite good. That's a, that's quite everything. And I feel like there's a lot of references to a lot of other Dracula stuff and a lot of other Dracula lore that I wouldn't get because I'm not as big a Dracula fan. But I do feel like the premise is a great, it's, it's a great A premise that I don't think the film delivers on. Sean, what did you think? Okay, well, I yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. There's a lot of um, very much so, but I and it was a great premise for for a film and. I thought, um, um, contrary to you, I thought it was really, really good. I thought it was incredibly okay. well done. How, how, um, and I, and I really liked the the meeting. You know, what I mean, I really liked the meetings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. And, and the times when when Nick Cage totally over ham and it sort of appears. I just, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I was thinking that I wouldn't, I wouldn't like some of the the real, shall we say, uh, gory stuff. You know, yeah, and dismemberment and what have you. Um, it, yeah, I I thought you know normally with me I'm like quite, but I, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great premise. I enjoyed the the meetings with the the people and yeah, the, the sort of like the they they call themselves something like grab or something like that. It's, grab, yeah, yeah. It's people in it's like anonymous as like in it's toxic like, relationships, topic, toxic yeah, relationships, toxic anonymous. relationships. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I quite like that. I thought um 
I know that was sort of over the top, and they were real caricatures of people that go to these meetings. They were like, yeah, you, you know, you had the people, you know, the, like obviously the leader was very much, oh yes, that's it, you know, yes, that's yes, right. come on, you oh, can do come it, on, you, you can, can do, do it. it. You know, you've got to say, yes, I am in a toxic relationship, you know, and they're like, hey, all clapping and stuff. So, yeah, so that I, I thought they were quite good characters of this. But on the whole, I, I, I was surprised at this. I was surprised how much I enjoyed this movie. I think maybe because there, there 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 were many references to some vampire movies and Nick Nick Cage no, Nicholas Cage Nicholas... cannot take himself seriously can't take anyone seriously and it's just like totally totally over the top which suited yeah. the movie and one hundred percent suited the movie and I have to say I was um, laughing out loud there was there was a, right. there too many people in there there wasn't too many people in there but. A couple, yeah, there's a couple of moments where I'm trying to think what the moments were, but there was a, a chap in the front that had obviously was, was with a disabled person, um, and someone behind, and we were in hysterics, you know, like laughter must be infectious, but yeah. we were like, we were there were moments where we were we were laughing out loud, we were. I, I would, I would wager that those moments you were laughing out loud were all had to do with Nicolas Cage being on screen, yes, <laughs> yeah, I think so, I think be, so because, yeah. because this is him, this is him giving it his biggest <laughs> Bella Lugosi and he is like like you know the sort of like the old school camp as anything um Dracula this is Nicolas Cage giving ev turning everything up to 11 in his campness of Dracula and everything that oh, how he goes about it and when he talks to Redfield and, and even I, when he I, does I, yeah you're sure there's there's another the, the bit I like as well is when he turns up at the uh you know the mafia the mafia ladies you know the top mafia yes, ladies yeah, house yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I think that was quite funny Ooh, enchanted you know yeah, what yeah. I mean it's he's just... like enchanté oh it has it has Shore Agdashlu in this film as a mafia boss and Shore Agdashlu has one <laughs> has one of the best voices yeah. ever. She she straight up has one of the best voices ever. She is brilliant, uh, but but I think so. I, I feel like there were too many different things that they that they. But uh, I feel like there's too many because there's a, the idea of Dracula as a mafia boss, which I think is another great idea yeah. that doesn't get enough screen time. It's almost so chucked, and then there's there's a bit where it's like okay, what happens if Dracula has a whole bunch? Of, so Dracula is usually in a world where. It's kind of like he is the evil and everybody else is trying to be like, you know, puritanical and all that kind of stuff. Oh, we've got rid of the evil. But now if you put Dracula in modern day world, you have people who are willingly saying, yeah, Dracula, we'll sign up for that. And I feel like that's that's like a, that's another idea that does not get enough screen time in this film. It doesn't get enough screen time. And I think is there, there are funny bits in it, but I feel like the film becomes generic as you go along it becomes like a generic sort of action comedy and it becomes like it's like oh good idea well uh we're gonna have to shove, shove some plot in here and move this thing along then, oh okay oh this guy's become dracula's new familiar what we're we gonna oh no, 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 no we don't have time for that so i just, I just felt like it it uh sure i can see i can see where you're yeah, coming from with that i yeah. can see with that what you, yeah, you in, in the it. end, I, I can I can appreciate what you're saying. Yeah, in the end, it felt a little bit by the numbers. Yeah, like the, okay. the way the the way the plot developed and what happened in the film, I felt like this is many films I've seen before, and and I was I was disappointed because oh, as I said as I said with Nicolas Cage with that performance with that premise, I think I feel like this could have been a laugh a minute thing, and unfortunately, it wasn't for me. I would. 
this just about limps in like a Dracula desiccated corpse that has been burned by sunlight into a three for me. Just about gets into just, a three for just me. Just about a three. That uh, well for me, for me, I mind that this is a four for me. I, I really enjoyed this movie. This is this is an easy four. I thought it was a four when I when I watched it first of all. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed this immensely. I, I as I say, I laughed out loud. Um, it was <laughs> yeah, even now and. I mean, and I thought I, I really liked the mafia scene with the mafia hoods and the, you know, the the sun and all that. And I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. quite liked that part of it. And I thought he was quite, quite, quite. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. No, well, I enjoyed this. So I'm going to give this a, for me. Yeah, yeah, star. yeah, yeah. No, it is. He's played by Ben Schwartz, and I've seen Ben Schwartz do that in everything that he's in. <laughs> so, so Ben Schwartz pretty much plays that character. That character, yeah, everything he's like, he's he's like in. Su super hard, and like, or, or he's got an outward appearance of like, oh, don't mess with me, super hard, and he's, like well, he's really a wimp. deep down, he's yeah. a wimp. He's an absolute <laughs> wimp. Yeah, no, but I've seen and Ben that's Schwartz. The bit, that's, that's the bit that we laughed out well at is like when. He, because he, he he sort of says oh yeah when you know when he becomes like the the new familiar he's like yeah, yeah no I'm not familiar you know and I'm doing all oh this yeah 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 oh oh you know it's like it's like no he doesn't control me master so who yeah yeah, my, ooh, yeah yeah so yeah so <laughs> no, no I enjoyed this. All right, cool. So uh, we will stop talking about that because Holly and Sharon are just so excited. They're like, mm, yeah, yeah, whatever. We didn't see this. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to see it, though. I still want to see it. Yes, I'm, it is... I'm inclined to say I want to see it as well. I, 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 but I do think because this is, I heard some other people on other podcasts having a discussion, and the person who was down with their horror folklore, it was exactly the same, gave it a four, and the other people th said, well, I wasn't too sure about it, and uh, because the same similar thing with Superfan Nina, she would. Uh, we've had we have like a thread now on WhatsApp where Superfan Nina and I are talking about the film, and we're like, yeah, what about that? What about that? What the, they just they, 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 but but I but to say much else would just be spoilers, and um and trying to give away the film's best jokes in but just telling them badly. So we will move on. And so that's 3.5 stars for Renfield, the Netflix Cinema Amalgamated score. And now we go over to The Good Nurse. So this is on Netflix. Um, Holly, please take it away. Okay, so the it is based on a true story. Um, and the premise is that Jessica Chastain is an intensive care nurse um, who has a heart condition. And is relatively new to her job. Um, she's a single parent and she's in you know need of her health insurance kicking in and obviously it's it feels a little bit alien to us in the uk what with not needing health insurance yeah and she is doing everything she can to keep going until she's got until she's been in the job for long enough for her health insurance to kick in um she's uh she gets a new colleague played by um eddie redmayne um, who is a, another nurse and they uh, he proves to be very supportive of her and wants to you know wants to work you know work with, help her you know keep the job going you know make sure that she's okay health-wise he's you know helps out with with the kids as she's a, you know she's got these two you know two children as a single mother and very early on one of her patients dies not entirely out of the blue but somewhat unexpectedly and some months later the hospital uh, contact the police saying that we've got an investigation underway 
into whether or not this you know was a natural death and they're uncooperative with the police having called them and it becomes increasingly apparent that it's her it's her friend who is responsible for this and for you know for other deaths it's a you know it's it's not the first time such things have made the made the news um so that the the overall premise is then the work to try to catch him uh, and understand what has what has happened what he's done and you know ultimately get to the bottom of it in an american hospital environment where they're they don't like confronting problems i suspect uh, hospitals here are, may have the same issues uh not, not as bad but yes it's um it's i mean so that's really the the summary of it i very much enjoyed it well insofar as one can enjoy something that's ultimately about somebody killing people in hospital which isn't terribly cheerful um i thought it was well acted i thought it was interesting and you know and based on current news in the uk obviously this isn't isn't babies but we've got you know had recent news about a uh, trial for you know nurse being responsible for the death of death of babies it, it feels quite appropriate timing yeah Topical. so yeah i think i would i would give it a, a solid four and all right it's and it is going to be on my could potentially watch again list because everything is on my could potentially watch list. <laughs> well even the even the deep house no no, no that's <laughs> that is one of the few films that is not make it onto the could watch that's again. that's how you know you have truly messed up your filmmaking career exactly. when holly will refuse to re-watch something you have made and <laughs> i would probably watch avalanche sharks again so that tells you just how bad Oh, okay, so, so watch the good nurse. Don't watch Deep House. Yeah, so the, this is this is an interesting film because, as you said, they don't seem to shy away from the fact that I think quite early on, I think even in the trailer for this, the first scene you have is somebody asking Eddie Redmayne, "Is it true? Is it true what you did? Is it true what they said?" So they don't shy away from the fact that, and, and everything about this guy. That I mean, as I said, I watched the documentary that it was based on the book that this film is based on, and the documentary was called "Catching the Killer Nurse." So, in which they say that this guy, Charlie, can't remember his last name, but they reckon that he might be the most prolific serial killer that the U.S. has ever seen because he's been working in hospitals for 10 years. People have died suspiciously at every hospital that he's worked at. And all that happens is that the hospital investigates and then just say, okay, we won't say anything about it if you just never work here again. And then they pass him on to the next hospital and he goes to the next hospital and it kicks off again. And the and I think if I'm correct, there's there's bits of this film where they intimate that that's part of the problem. The part of the problem is because healthcare is a business in America. People are thinking it's kind of like shareholders thinking about the bottom line, and they think, oh my god, if we found out that we had a killer nurse in here, our share price is going to go down pretty much. And what will be what will we be liable for? Will there be endless you know wrongful death lawsuits because we you know, didn't get this person who killed people out of the hospital yeah yeah and so so instead of taking liability they just want to get rid of the guy and then they don't strike him off or anything but it's and, and i said it's it's obviously this kind of stuff is a bit close to home for me because my wife is a doctor 
And you were talking, you know, we've had recent doctor strikes and everything. Power of it is about bad working conditions and the fact that hospitals don't like, hospitals like to let doctors get in the neck. And if you, if you'll excuse me for just five, give me 30 seconds, give me 30 seconds to go on a soapbox. Because the, the a hospital that my wife was working at actually had two doctors who died. Like, uh, who doc- and not, not just died, two doctors who killed themselves while at work. And the hospital just kept quiet about it. They didn't tell anybody about it. Some of the doctors who actually worked with the doctors who died did not find out until until they found out they they weren't told by the hospital. They were told by through WhatsApp threads going, has anybody seen this person? Has anybody seen? Oh, you haven't heard. And the hospital said nothing about it. They just sort of kept quiet about it because they were like, yeah, no, no, nothing to do with us. And so it, it is it is a problem. It is a film that I think has is you know could be accused of being an important film with a, with a capital I, but it is, I, I, but I have to admit, after watching the documentary, I didn't really feel the need to watch the film. <laughs> so. No, but, I think it's very much one or, you wouldn't need to do both. Yeah, yeah. But you uh, could, I could watch the film and then follow it up with the documentary, but I'm not sure you'd want to do it the other way. Prob- yeah, around, probably, you know. probably to see what the, what, like, you know, there's probably things that have been covered up and all that, but anyway. Anyway, so um, The Good Nurse, four stars for The Good Nurse, and let us move on to Back to Cinema and to the film, which I think might be the review of the evening. <laughs> <laughs> and this is us with, if, if Sharon's face is anything to go by, I'm going to enjoy this. So, so this is Assassin Club. Assassin Club that Sean and Sharon went to see. So Sharon, tell us a little bit about what Assassin Club's about. Okay, Assassin Club is... A modern day thriller and the main protagonist of the show is a character played by Henry Fielding who is an assassin. Henry he Golding, was... I think. Henry Golding. Yeah, was it, sorry? Yeah, uh, you said Fielding. Fielding, I'm sorry, Henry Golding, yeah. <laughs> what was I thinking of? Oh, yeah, anyway, sorry. Yes, he is, uh, he is a, an assassin. He was an orphan boy who then rose up through the British educational system. He joined the Marines and then he was recruited to become a sniper. And then he has been recruited into this, the world of assassination. And on the premise that he only kills bad guys or people, you know, who deserve it. As if, you know, he's any judge. And his handler is played by Sam Neill. And he basically organizes the jobs, organizes the, uh, the intel so that they can sort of target that they can be focused in on their targets so whilst at his 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 mission his job um, to take a target out he then becomes under attack himself and it's not just a random attack it seems to be another assassin is attacking him and then he goes back to his handler and it turns out that there is um they call it like a game, but there are that there's like these six big hitters, the best or the worst assassins in the world, and <coughs> they each have been given a contract <coughs> to eliminate the others. And each one of the others they eliminate, they get a million pound bounty. And so they're basically all the top assassins are after killing each other, and then the one who's left at the top apparently is six million pounds richer. And in order to prove that you've actually committed, committed, you know, executed this contract is you have to take a finger of one of the victims 
And then as the story progresses, you find out that there's actually a bit more to it than this. There's, there's a reason why these six assassins have been chosen and that there's, they're all connected in the past, this one particular job they're suspected of committing and people want vengeance. But okay. um, I won't go into any further into that because basically I don't want to spoil it. Though, to be honest with you, I don't think you can spoil something that's already rotten. <laughs> I, I was, I was going to go like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get the plot out of the way now. Tell us what you really think. That's what we came here for. What do you think? <laughs> so I think that's the premise. It sounds like it's, oh, that's fair enough. It's quite a no. It's a mess. <laughs> the film was a mess. Um, as these are supposed to be the world's best assassins. They were blooming hopeless. <laughs> they were, they were, they were incompetent assassins. I mean, you, you know, you can see these... them a mile. They're supposed to like blend, aren't they? Like, <laughs> we're going to be like, yeah, there's, um, there's no blending about any of them, were they? They were just, they were just. I mean, they they missed with half their shots. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like what you you. Uh, and it's nine first. You'd only have to take one shot, basically. From like two yeah. miles away, and they're like across the street, and they don't, they don't hit. Him. Yeah, I mean, it started off. It started off. It started off like quite fairly. I thought okay because it started off with with the hit like and the the, the other one, but so I forgive that. But the rest of them are just incompetent, and I mean, I really, I don't think you can spoil this anymore than it is, but right. Car chases, you know how I am with car chases. I know, yeah, Sean, you and, hate and car like, chases. Like spinny, spinny things and ambulances and all that. I swear, I swear to you, Tozin, all they've done in one bit of this car chase is piled up a load of rubbish, right? Just piled it all up, <laughs> right? Not right in the middle, right in the point of nowhere. And the guy does one of those back wheel skid things and drives through this pile of rubbish and it just flies about. And it's just like, it's not anything, it's just rubbish that they put there. To, <laughs> Just in order to do a little bit of a... Yeah, in order to do yeah. a little bit bit of that. And what really annoyed me is a really sloppy screen, right? And absolutely no continuity because I'm... Is it all right? Can I just give this one spoiler? Uh, uh, sure, I, I don't think it matters. Go, go no, for okay. it. So, so anyway, so so let's just say the assassin's got... He's got a girlfriend. The girlfriend's pregnant. Um, and then something happens, like she'd be in there and it goes, oh, so... You and you and your little girl, and then not two minutes later, goes. So what is it, a boy or a girl? Do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> you've got to be kidding, man. You've got to be kidding me. How can you do that? You just said you and your little girl, you and your unborn little girl, and now you're saying is it a boy or a girl? You know, it's like come on, who? Where's that thought about? And it, it, oh, it's, it, was, it sounds I, like I there were a bit of editing I, problem. That, that tried to take itself so seriously and be so good, and it was so ridiculous. Oh, we must stay together. No, I've just got to go and get some things. Oh, that happened <laughs> fast. Oh, I'll tell you what, let's go to Paris. Oh, let's go to Lisbon. That took at least all of, like, 30 half seconds. Half an hour. Yes. Yeah, half an hour. Did you it go there? Did... We can... Yeah, and then it's like, oh, it's all over now. It's safe to come back, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come back. Oh, don't they? Um, yeah, oh, even... This is... Yeah, like... I... They you know even covered about... themselves in glory, really, at all in that one. Yeah. You know, talking about spoiler ants, I could, I've got a list. I've got a list as long <laughs> as my arm of this. This this possibly goes down as the worst film I've seen this year, probably for the last however many years. It was just, it was a mess. Like Sharon says, it was a mess. Yeah, so, so, you, uh, so you guys just have to decide between three or four stars, right? 
<laughs> I'll give it. The, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it one star. I'm gonna give it one star purely for the fact the only bit I liked was one of the assassins was a poisoner, and he, he made, made a him a cup of tea. <laughs> and he made him a cup of tea, and he said, "Oh, you can choose which one you have." And I thought, well, that's that. That makes sense because if you was a poisoner, I wouldn't even have any of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> that so, just makes me think Princess Bride. So, <laughs> yes. It was, oh, it was, yeah. it was dire. It was awful. Yeah. Uh, and okay. I must admit, there's the main characters. You think the main character, he's, he's quite likable, really. Yeah, but yeah. There was yeah, no, chem, there was no chemistry between him and his girlfriend, I thought. No. no. So when when he says, oh, I'm going to kill your girlfriend, we were like, no, oh, that's, that's sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we weren't worried. We weren't <laughs> worried. <laughs> we're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay. that's a bit yeah, sad, yeah. but yeah. He'll get, get over it. Get it's, over like, it. it's like, oh, we're going to kill your girlfriend. Well, if you don't look like you care, why should we care? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's one yeah, and there's one scene where they're going through this underpass thing and there's this sort of suspicious-looking drunk person there. And you just think, it's him. He's a bad guy. And we even <laughs> sit him. It's like signposted. He's a bad guy. Mm -hmm. Bad guy. That's and it. then they walk past him. It's like, oh, yeah, he's harmless. I'm a trained assassin. I know these things. He's harmless. Mm. Walk by. Out of his arms, walks behind them. Oh, Mr. Bad Guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. we, but you must think we are completely... I know, right? If yeah, I mean, no, right. Yeah, if you if you're an assassin, you want to do things from a distance, don't you? You've got a gun with a silencer on. You've got a gun with a suppressor with a silencer on, and you go and put it right to the back of someone's head, so that they can turn round and knock the so, gun away. Yeah, turn around, grab the gun. You're you not trained, are you? Like, you'd be, you'd be okay. You're a hired assassin, for God's sake. You should be dead eye yeah. shot. You know, a dead eye shot. You should be able to go from a distance. There, you've got your pistol, ten yards away. Poof. Not go right up behind them and then the world's whoa, best assassin take that gun Aubrey. away. Yeah, so it's, you get well. We could go on, but I think you get the idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think I, I'm getting... They can't even for these these top top seven six assassins, whatever they are in the world, can't even shoot. Or if they shoot, they miss. <laughs> Okay, okay. This 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 film sounds like the way guys talking about it, this film sounds like you know a glorious meeting of two things of somebody who has seen some films before and gone ooh ooh yeah I want to put that in a film and it sounds like it's it sounds cliche ridden and it sounds like all the cliches that you've seen in a thousand other films have been put into this film and then they've done it badly, really badly. And and the, the thing is, the worst thing is they've left it. They've left it open. Oh, oh no, 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 not a yeah. sequel bait. Not a sequel baiting, no. Yeah. Oh. Sound, this sounds bad do... enough that I won't watch it. Yeah, and, and I they do the... watch Avalanche Shark. It's just that, <laughs> I would probably prefer Avalanche Shark, quite frankly. But they do the whole thing where there's like an arch, and there's an arch nemesis for this, you know, isn't there always? And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it's like, you think they've been killed and it's like, they're not dead. We know they're not dead. You know they're not dead. They're not dead because you don't see them die. You see them like going, oh, I'm, I'm passing out. I'm passing out. I'm going. I'm going. Oh, they're all dead. And they still want to assume oh, they're dead. It's like, if we haven't seen them die, they're not dead. We know that. You know that. We all know that. And then, oh, what? Surprise, surprise. They're not dead. So the filmmakers are hoping that this is a film that has been seen by somebody who's never seen the film before. Never seen the film before. Exactly. <laughs> and no peril. Film. Yeah, there's no peril involved. There's no, no sort of tension or there's no sort of like, oh, what's going to happen next? It's like, we know exactly what's going to happen. Oh, and we okay. don't care. <laughs> okay, so, so, so um, how many stars would we give this? 
one. You get one. I would probably go. I was one. Yeah, one. one. <laughs> I was going to go two, thinking I don't want to be a complete meanie because um. I do. But it's I think it's a one <laughs> film really. <laughs> Well, well, then is then is Sharon. The way you've just spoken about the film, if if you said two, I don't think we would have believed you. You wouldn't believe. <laughs> I don't think we would have, would have been but like, you're... oh, that's Sharon. That's Sharon being all Christian again. <laughs> it's like no, it's a one film. But you know, it was one of those films where normally when we go to the cinema together, um, if Sean doesn't like a film, he he fidget. You do. You're a fidget if you don't like a film. Mm. And I was the fidgety one yesterday because I've gotten thought, oh, I'm just a bit, I'm just a bit fidgety. <laughs> Yeah, funnily enough, I was conscious not to do that. I thought, I don't want to be too puffy puffy and cross my legs and jump about. And then Sharon took over from me, so I was quite Yeah, so I was the one who kept shifting about, kind of yawning, moving my feet, trying to sort of not drift off. Because even now and then you're thinking, oh, should I just have a quick snooze while I'm watching yeah. this? And then I thought, no, I'll stay awake. I'll stay, I'll stay with it. And then I'll have to keep fidgeting just to keep, you know, stay in the zone. Okay, <laughs> stay so, in the so... room, people. Yeah. So one star, one star for one star. Assassin's uh, for Assassin Club. But yeah. speaking about drifting off while you're watching something, has anybody been watching the latest season of The Mandalorian? Yes. No. no. Yes. <laughs> Sean. There's only one episode that I haven't seen, I think. Which yeah. is the latest one. Okay. Uh, uh, please tell me it gets better. Because I've watched the first two... Ep- I've, I've watched the first two episodes. And... This we might have to save this toes. You might yeah, have to I save know. It. <laughs> I know because I watched the first two episodes and I'm, and uh, essentially I was halfway through the second one. I was like, I need to take a break. I need to take. A... What happened? What happened to this? Because the, you know when they say show don't tell, mm. there's so much telling. It's kind of like exposition. It's like the Mandalorian. It's almost as if he's going, okay, Grogu, I'm going to fly the plane now. And now I'm going to get out of the plane. And I'm going to walk over to the sphere. And now I'm going to go speak to Grief Karga. Oh, and now I'm going to think about taking my blaster out. And I'm going to touch my blaster. But it's like, he's, he's like, he's like giving a running commentary on everything he's doing. And this is a guy who for the first two seasons has hardly said a word. And now all of a sudden he's like, you know, Chris Rock on stage or something like that. But anyway, anyway. Uh, anyway, um, we save that. We save that. I think we'll, save... we, we'll be able to do it really soon because you yeah. need to catch up. Then you need to catch up quick. I need. I need to catch up. I need to watch. I need, oh my god, there's six of the episodes. I need to catch up with six episodes by next week, and then we can talk about it because my. I hope it gets better. But anyway, um, let's go on to our final thing this evening. Now we are going to talk about the night agent. So Holly, you and Sharon have both seen this. So Holly, yes. give us a bit, a quick pressy. What is this about? I think it's Sharon's turn to. No, you can you oh. can start, and I'll just chip in. Okay. Yeah, I, I, okay. I think I think Sharon is still a little bit tuckered out from <laughs> talking about Assassin Creed, <laughs> Assassin yeah. Club. We okay. could do. I tell you what, we should. I tell you what, we could form an Assassin's Club, and I'm damn sure we'd be a lot better than those guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's like we have seen at least two films, so we know what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> it feels very like you know. Have you not watched Scream? And yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. knows you've got to shoot them in the head. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, Night Agent. Uh, the premise is it's a it's a series on Netflix for a start. It's ten episodes or ten episodes. Well, ten episodes, and it begins with an FBI agent who is on a subway train, 
and is um, and notices something a little bit suspicious and rushes over and it turns out that somebody has a bomb in a bag and he manages to get people off the train and obviously this is good and he goes running after the person who he thought had, he'd, he'd seen do it um, and isn't able to successfully catch them. It turns out that he is suspected then of being behind the bombing. Uh, alongside this, he finds himself a liaison between the FBI and the White House and is asked to cover the phones for an, a sub-agency called... Um, uh, I can't even Night remember. Watch or something. Night Watch. And all his job is there is to answer the phone. Uh, at the same time, you have um, a tech startup whiz who had set up a data um, monitoring company. She, that provided was, a, she was a white hat, wasn't she, for cybercrime? Yeah. yeah. And it then becomes apparent that things have gone wrong for her and she is off with her aunt and uncle who have been her surrogate parents for most of her life mm. uh, stuff happens and she ends up in contact with um, aforementioned FBI agent and they end up trying to unpick a conspiracy dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and I know one should be able to uh, how much can one say without giving too much away Sharon I suspect you'll be more insightful here than well, no, no. as to what's not a spoiler it's not a spoiler to say that this conspiracy um, goes to the highest levels of government <laughs> so they're looking at government <laughs> CIA and FBI and this sort of tangled web between them there's, and it's sort of unravelling the... these threads that make up this web of of deceit, deception, and misdirection. Does anybody at any point say this goes all the way to the top? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, but I wouldn't wouldn't rule it out. No. <laughs> okay, okay, so okay, this is this is a show that I've I've heard about, I've seen the trailer and everything. And my thing, my thing is, is this anything other than a wannabe twenty four? Yes. It, well, it's it more than a wannabe twenty-four. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like twenty-four at all. Okay. No, I didn't get that feeling from it when I watched it. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. No, it feels. It doesn't feel like it's trying to be anything else any more than you know all you know dramas of you know spy you know murder mystery conspiracy things all have you know elements of commonality to them. and drugs yeah. yeah yeah but i don't think it, it didn't feel like it was massively derivative okay no. okay so what did you guys think what did you guys think about it i liked it <laughs> Me too. 
I, I found it really, really watchable. And it's, again, because isn't it always there? It's, it's lined up for a second series, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's obviously, they've got another. I don't know if it's based on a series of books or something, because it, the way it was shaped, I thought this sort of re this sort of watched like it would like a novel would unfold you get these reveals and then you suddenly get another bit like oh i didn't see that coming and you get these twists and turns but what's interesting there was a few sort of big name actors who would appear and you're thinking oh well they're obviously gonna they're here for the long run and they'd actually only appear in one or two episodes you think well that's actually quite an interesting use of some of these um better known actors where they sort of come and but they're not they don't take over so there's some interesting sort of pop-ups in it. Yeah, it was. Yep. I found it very, very watchable, and I wasn't annoyed to get to the end of it and think, "Oh, for heaven's sakes, we're lined up for a." For how, many, how many episodes is it? How many episodes? Ten. 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 I and did it, that it, amateur mistake though. I made the amateur mistake of I watched this, uh, you know, over a couple of evenings, and I thought there were there were eight episodes, so I did sort of like a, a three and a three, and I thought. Oh hello! This is not sort of winding up, and then I ended up <laughs> thinking, I thought this was number eight. I thought this was the final, and then it was like, oh okay, I want another two to go. So I ended up sort of watching it to like half past one in the morning, thinking I might as well. I'm committed now. I've got only got two to go. I might as well just keep going with it. So yeah, I made the amateur mistake of not working out how many episodes before I'd planned my evening's viewing. Oh, so oh, okay. Cool. So uh, I, I take that as a good sign that it was something that actually made you think. Oh, you know, I'll will keep on going. I'll keep on going till the end, as opposed yeah, to oh, can't be bothered. If this isn't Sean and I both stopping at exactly the same point halfway through persuasion and just yeah. going, no, can't do it anymore. <laughs> can't do it anymore. And it was it, ten episodes was right as well. It wasn't. It wasn't too long. It didn't drag, and it wasn't full of, you know, massive padding. Yeah. I mean, no, some of it is ridiculous. Oh yes, it's, but it's not trying to pretend it's not ridiculous. No, I would oh. question their level of security if that if the help because there's one point where they get into this very secure place, um, like by hiding in the back of the car. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's just like you've was, got to be kidding me. Yeah, I think that is probably not how I would expect to get into a very secure place. <laughs> are we back on the assassin club, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talking about okay, so okay, two two things. Number one, yeah, it is based on a book. Excellent. It is based it is based on a book by oh by of by the same of the same name by Matthew Quirk, and apparently it's got Hong Chow in it. Okay, nobody nobody oh, yeah. knows who that is. <laughs> oh no, nobody knows who that is. Hong Chow, Sean, she was the she was the 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 second lead in the whale. And she's very good. In oh it. right, okay. I know who you she's, mean. Yes. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. she's she's fantastic. Yeah, yeah really. really. We like her. Enough. We like yeah. her. Did she win it? Did she win the supporting actor? She was nominated at least, wasn't she? Uh, she was nominated. I'm not sure whether she was nominated at the Oscars, but she definitely right. didn't win it. Okay. Um, yeah. But but I know people have been talking about her at other things, and she was nominated at other things. It's um there there is in it the um for any Studio sixty lovers the um uh, the woman lawyer in it in studio 60 is in this as well and plays the president that's, that, that reminds me back to renfield was all awkwafina i quite liked her in that and yeah in, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Renfield. i quite like thought she was really good in that yeah just well no? yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> you and I, you and I have varying expressions of that film, shall we say? Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel she has been used better elsewhere. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Cool. So, how many stars for the Night Agents? I'd go in with a four. Yeah. Same. All right. Okay. Okay. No. I bad. liked it. I'd watch it if it had another series. I'd watch it. Yeah. Okay. I, and I, I thought their characters were likable. Yep. And I uh, reckon you guys would probably enjoy it. All right. Okay. Cool. But uh, I, <laughs> I was going to say, um, although Sharon, see, as you saw this in the same week as you saw Assassin Club, that that could have, <laughs> because I remember that. Have you ever had the whole experience where you see a really bad film? In the same because you see an okay film and then all of a sudden you think of the okay film is amazing yeah. <laughs> to be fair, i had also seen deep house in the same week so. <laughs> i saw night how night agent last week so i had a bit of a, a gap oh okay 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 cool all right cool cool okay there's a and buffer I have, start, I have started on another series as well so i'm expecting to have that finished by next week yeah i've i've, I've seen stuff so um so sharon okay first of all first of all who do you think has won this week? Oh, Netflix <laughs> <on> streaming <laughs> platforms by a mile. <laughs> totally. It's like, yeah, my maths not being the best in the world, but I think I can add up. So one and one equals. <laughs> so yeah. I would go with, yeah, I think I would go with streaming and Netflix and Friends. Yes, Netflix and Friends. <laughs> Netflix and Friends because Assassin Club, you, you, you did cinema bad. You did cinema down. Um, but so Sharon, have you ever heard of Hello Sunshine, the production company Hello Sunshine? Yes. Yeah, owned by Reese Witherspoon, and who seem dedicated to the the sole purpose is to find best selling novels and turn them into screen offerings, be they films or TV yeah. shows. Yeah, and I saw one of these. I saw one. It's called Tiny Beautiful Things. Now, this is not to be confused with Tiny Pretty Things. Because there is a show on Netflix called Tiny Pretty Things. There's a show on Disney Plus called Tiny Beautiful Things. They are two different shows. <laughs> two different, and uh, I'm beginning to think that we're running out of titles, guys. I mean, there's so many, there's so much TV being yeah. done that, especially thinking about the fact that in within the last three months there have been two shows released, both called The Diplomat. One of them, one of them on Netflix about American and American being a diplomat in London. One of them about British diplomat on ITVX in Barcelona. But they both have exactly the same title. It's getting a bit confusing out there. But um, but yeah, I, I've seen that. I, I was I was wondering. I was like, well, Sharon, I mean, you love books that have been turned into other things and everything like that. So yeah, you should follow the Hello Sunshine feed and just find what they're working on next. Yeah. I do, yeah. and yeah, sometimes it will inspire me to read the book. Though often I tend to like think, I tend to if I watch something, I know this based on a book. I, in my head, I think you got to you got to read it first. You got to have that scrabble to read it first, so that you don't have that the film images in your mind when you're reading it. But um, you know, yeah, sometimes uh, I would do it the other way around. Yeah, I used to, I used to like to do that. I used to try and do that, and then life happened. And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah. I watched I watched pieces of her before I read the book. Oh yeah, and they were both—they were quite different. Yeah. Is the book any better? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I—I I think um, I think I, I know we've had this conversation a few times, but with book characters and film characters, it is—it is depends what you do, and that's where I thought Lord of the Rings nailed it because that was one of the few films where the characters were as I pictured them in the book, or, or, yeah. or roughly how I pictured them in the book, which yeah. I thought was really good, and um, I mean. 
I read the when I was into the old, funny enough, old Clint in the background. I remember I had the paperback, so I wish I still had them because they're worth something. But like a fistful of dollars and a few dollars more, and I read it, and it was just the film, really. It was the film written, it was just the book. Written. <laughs> I've got, I think I've got some of those books upstairs. Yeah. Ooh, could be worth. Uh, well, Sean said, yeah, "Get him on eBay. Get him on eBay." Okay, yeah, so I mean, anyway. it's surprising now. Film, film memorabilia, and film. I used to have loads. I used to have like a whole stack of paperbacks of the films. You know, like like yeah. mainly westerns. But and I mean, I did used to read. Is there is there an Edge series? Because yes. I did used to read Edge. Is there? Have you you haven't seen it? Have you, Sharon? Oh yeah, I used. To, I'm aware of Edge, the, the westerns. Yeah, the whole lot of them. Is it? Have you? Yeah. You haven't seen them though. Are they the films? No, well, the films all that, yeah, the films all. I'm whatever. aware of the books. I hadn't. I knew they made some films, like the sort of the lowish budget type Western. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Films, but I have, I had seen, I have seen a couple of those. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Appear, they pop up on the odd random, That's you know, a, a film channel <laughs> that doesn't have anything that was made in the mm. last thirty years, and everything that's on there is sort of slightly low budget. Talking yeah, there movies. There used to be the books I used to read was <laughs> Jubilcade and and Edge. Yes, they're they they were very they're like. Companion novel series, yeah. 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 Okay. I'm aware of them. Right. So, I think it is time to sign off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we might have got to that stage. I think we've got yeah. to that stage. So until next week, when I have no clue what's in the cinema, I do not know what we shall be seeing. I think there's a fair old bit out next week. Hope, All right. Well, I hope to we... see a bit more. But I mean, I have been sort of looking at other things, and and I've been sort of watching the football too, and working yeah. a bit late, and working yeah. a bit late sometimes. Yeah. So. Yeah, even even the great cinema goer of Sean sometimes has life catch up with him and pull him out of the cinema and say, get back to all the boring stuff that the rest of us have to do. That is right, yeah. <laughs> but all right, until, until next week. Until next week, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, find us on um, Twitter. Find us um, on YouTube at Netflix via Cinema. Uh, leave us a review on any way you listen to your podcast and get in touch with us. Let us know what you think about our reviews. Let us know what you thought about the films that we spoke about if you have seen them as well. But until next week, it's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. Uh, I always love seeing that and seeing who's going to jump in there and take it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> goodbye. Good.